This is Monday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Now this week our study, just one week on the topic of our spiritual growth, following our message from yesterday, how that spiritual growth takes part and what our part is in it. It was a snowy New Jersey winter day in the February of 1987 when our daughter Rachel was born. Sandy delivered her two weeks beyond her due date, giving time for Rachel to grow. Her birth weight was 10 pounds, 2 and a half ounces. I'm not making that up. The delivering physician said, she's a keeper, noting her size. She was healthy and beautiful, arms and legs plump with baby fat. She was physically formed as a human being, though still needing to grow. And we had the privilege of watching her grow from that not-so-tiny baby to become the young woman that she is today, to marry, and now to have children of her own. Now, I mentioned our daughter's physical birth and development, but I made no mention of her spiritual growth. We like to speak of this as spiritual formation. Here's the Apostle Paul talking about this. Galatians 4, 18-20 It is always good to be made much of for a good purpose, and not only when I am present with you, my little children, for whom I am again in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. Now we notice that Paul also uses the metaphor of physical birth to speak about spiritual development. Why does he do this? Well, we understand that physical development must take place for a baby to be born, and then to enjoy healthy life. Paul uses the words, until Christ is formed in you. And this is shorthand for what happens as our spiritual development takes place. What does this mean? Well, first, this development takes time. Paul groans for the Christians in Galatia because he sees them distracted away from the truth of the gospel. That's why he's perplexed. He knows that they will not grow to spiritual maturity apart from the gospel. He's in anguish over them because he loves them so much. Now, this is the yearning every pastor should know, and parents know this for their children, and we know this for dear friends. We want to see people grow to fullness in Christ. This is our constant prayer and the reason beneath all of our ministry. But we remember that spiritual formation does not happen overnight. It takes place over years as we grow in Christ. For Paul himself, he spent 13 years growing as a follower of Jesus before assuming his ministry. Even later, his old age was dawning for him. Christ continued to work in him to teach him the way of love. He explained to the Philippian Christians after many years in ministry, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect. You see, Paul knew he had growing to do. He had not arrived yet. In scripture, God's people are called mighty oaks, oak trees. And such glorious trees do not become mighty within the scope of a few years. The project can take decades and those trees weather many seasons of drought and flood and storm and dryness. All of this to say that your spiritual formation process continues 
until you go to be with the Lord, until you die. Now, the second thing here is we see the destination. Paul uses the words, Christ formed in you. Where we live, our culture has a way of forming people. We looked at this in worship yesterday. There's an expectation of the results of what this formation will be and what people will become in the process. It may not be openly stated or seem intentional, but it is there nonetheless. Our spiritual formation is made very clear here by Paul. The destination is Christ. To be Christ-like. To put on Christ. To learn Christ. To be conformed to the image of Christ. Now for us, we need a way to speak about what this means and how this happens. And that's what we're looking at together this week. So what does it mean? This means that the character and life of Jesus are reproduced in you. You come to love as Jesus loves and serve in the way Jesus served. Your very life comes to reflect Jesus himself. And this is what it means to be a Christian. Actually, the term Christian means little Christ. I like the way C.S. Lewis explained it. The church exists for nothing else but to draw men into Christ, to make them little Christs. If they are not doing that, all the cathedrals, clergy, missions, sermons, and even the Bible itself are simply a waste of time. Yes, that's the purpose of the church. It's all, all that we do. And yes, even this podcast, that's the purpose. And this is the good news of the gospel that ordinary women and men can be formed to be like Christ. Imagine just a small group of women and men living as fully devoted followers of Jesus, as people that image Jesus in our world. What a high calling this is. This is what we are called to be and empowered to be in the gospel. Let's pray. Faithful and loving Father, we can't save ourselves, and we know that. We can't conform ourselves to Jesus. We need a life that only you can provide. We see how you're working in us through your grace, that we might enjoy your steadfast love and learn to live in it and become like Jesus. Lord, we ask for the work of your Spirit in us, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.